hello and welcome to the second hour of the run home with John and Fletcher. Geez, we had a fun first hour, didn't we, Bozo? I hope so. <laughs> Bozo, we did. And that first hour, that was uh, that's the tradey hour done. Well, Thanks always, to Mayor we always like, we, we always like feedback, and um, we do. From from my personal perspective. I think Brooksy and Marky have got to get involved more. Yeah, they've got to lift. I'm with you. Thank, that's thanks to Amir Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. Um, PPE. Hey, I love doing this at 4 p.m. So big welcome to our New Zealand listeners joining us. Hello, on everyone. Hello, everyone, New Zealand. Zed Kioran, good evening. Hey, Bozza, you told us to lift, Bozza. What's your top three uh, New Zealand cities? Oh, I have to say number one, Auckland. Where a new franchise has just started with the A-League. So congratulations to that. Number one, Auckland. I would say number two, Wellington. Mm. And number three, I, I really, really wouldn't have enough experience. Queenstown. Well, you, you can take over. I wouldn't have enough experience of travelling there to say three. But those two, Auckland and Wellington, outstanding. Outstanding. Wonderful outstanding places. people as well. Standard. Christchurch. Mm. Wonderful. Yep. Super. Uh, yep. Uh, so if you are in New Zealand, you want to have a say throughout the show, text double eight double three, Or you can slide into the DMs on Instagram at Joel Fletch. Sen, if you yeah, tell us tell us what you think about um, Michael Maguire yeah, having the salary to, cap. No, no, just the, the Michael Maguire New Zealand thing. Tell us what you think about the Auckland franchise for football soccer. Um, so we, we want to hear about that. Yeah. Well, and Bozo, if you're in Australia and you want to get involved, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Oh, text, that's what you showed me. Yeah, you yeah, Sorry, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. If you oh. missed the first hour, subscribe and listen to the Run Home with John and Fletch podcast at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or download the Sen app. Uh, and the other thing is, folks, if you like behind the scenes, if you like curtains being peeled back for all the right reasons, <laughs> you can catch us on YouTube. Search Run Home with Joel and Fletch and watch all your favourite moments from the show this afternoon. Watch the Bozo really give it to Andrew Abdo and Peter Volandis about the salary cap. Oh, yes. You know what? To raise their, raise their objections. Yeah. I'm with you. You've, you've swung me around. No, I no. think you're right. No, I, I just really think, I, I, I really think the wool has been put over people's eyes when they talk about oh, it's going to be this, it's going to be... No, it's not. No, it's not. You're talking about a difference just because what St. George back in the day won 11 straight. Oh, no, it's not. Let people strive. Just like now, let them strive. Say, so, okay, you know what? Penrith have been good enough to put together a wonderful team and this, and rightfully so, they're going to get rewarded. It's up to somebody else now to come from behind and to say, right, we've got to overtake that. Yeah, and couple that with transfer fees. See, transfer fees, it's an extra part of revenue that you're missing out on your game. That goes to the clubs. To the clubs. Oh, no. So, you got, you got a, so what's the biggest rugby league area in terms of the catchment area? I would say it's Parramatta or, or, yeah, Parramatta or, 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 or Penrith. Yeah, Penrith. Right? So, here's an example. Right? Forget the word salary cap. You've got a budget, right? So, I've got Nathan Brooks, you, our producer. Present. I've got you, Professor, yeah. right? Two outstanding young players. I can't keep either of you because I've got a wonderful half partnership in the first team. They're going to be there for another three or four years. But I've still got you under contract. Why can't I turn around and sell you, say, to Nick Politis at the Roosters? You know, I've had you two guys since the age of 12. You're both now 20 and 21. So I've had you guys from all that period. There's no problem to say, look, you know, we'll, we'll take 500000 for each of them. There you go. There you go. The money goes back into the club. Okay? And it gives incentive for people to develop their own players because they know how much it can be worth. You swayed me on the Luai argument. Sorry, Brooksy, you jump in. No, here. I was because, just... Yeah, sorry, you oh, go. Just because he's grown up playing with these guys and he's forced out of the club because they can't afford him. It's Same with Crichton. It's silly. Sorry, Brooksy, you go with your no, point. I was just going to say, Bozza, the thing is with the NRL salary cap is that the teams pretty much get a grant that covers that salary cap. Right. 
So, for instance, if it's $10 million, the NRL divvies out $170 million for all the teams, 10 yeah. mil each, right? So then you're covering the salaries. You've got the salary cap. So in theory, you're making sure that your 17 teams are going to be Covered. financially stable, stable so, so if year to year, to spend, yeah. right? So okay. if you then go into a situation where you're giving teams the same grant, but then the salary cap's wide open, then you're probably leaving yourself to some teams that want to be up at Penrith level. Like, let's say the Tigers and the Bulldogs, mm. and we're hearing from Flano as well, they will pretty much offer to every good free agent that's out there. They're in the conversation they for are. each of the players. Well, yeah, but but so that's a good point. You know, what if they really all go um, overs, overs, overs? Let's say one team went Tom Dearden, Jerome oh, Luai, that's, and that's Adam Fanua Blake so played they're, overs they're, for three guys, and then they're like, oh. Well, they're, they're speculating to accumulating. So how else are they going to break in? That's, so for whatever you say to me, there's a flip side to the coin. And yeah, you could say the same back to me. But what I'm saying to you is how they also they're going to... How is somebody right now going to go to the Tigers? The only reason they're going to go there if they're going to get an offer over the odds. But if they offer over yeah. the odds, it's a team sport. No, that, so, so who else are you going to fit in? So you might have the best player, but if you've got 12 other players who are not quite the ticket... How else are you going to... You spent all on your best player anyway. Who out there, though? So why not just leave it to individuals and to say, look, listen, you can only get in debt. Here's where you can say them. You can only get in debt to the equivalent of a certain percentage of your turnover. But allow them to say, you know what? We might go in debt next year, okay? But you know what? Two years later, we might win it. So we're going to speculate to accumulate. But you're taking that all that away now. But who's yeah. going to buy the Tigers? Which billionaire? In your scheme. Well, okay, watch this. Nobody so watch this. It, no, watch this. I'll talk freely from a business perspective, right? So one day when I make my billions, right, I will buy sporting franchises in Australia. No mm. doubt I will. But I will say to them, I and I'll look at it. Say, for example, the Tigers, right? So I live in the city and all that. Okay, I'd love to buy Parramatta. They might not be for sale. I would go then to the Roosters. I doubt they'll be for sale. But I reckon the West Tigers at the moment might be for sale. But you know what my big thing is? I want to buy them. I want to improve the infrastructure. I want to improve the club. Most importantly, I want to have the best team. Are you going to allow me to have that? Or, or, or basically, I don't need a financial, uh, what do you call it, the chief, you know, the financial of a company. CFO. CFO. I don't need a CFO. I can do it myself. You're telling me this is whatever. Yeah, I want to have the best team, the best stadium. Yeah, And you know what? The players, that's what sport's about, right? They play that. And this is a hard sport whose average years are far less than footballers, for example. And I heard another story the other day as well, Brooksy. This is what I want to find out. Is it true that rugby league players only get 30% of the total turnover towards their wages? Because well, if that's so, that's up. Well, I'll just give you an example. In, in football, it's two-thirds you get. Yeah. So just to, you know, they've, you know, they've got to understand sport is completely opposite. This is why it's so special. It's the players and the coaches who are representatives of the fans who are the most important people for that day of the week. They've got to understand that. Without the supporters, without the players or the fans, you have no sport. Bozo, I'm with you. I agree 100%. Marky, um, I want to hear you. You haven't said nothing either. Yeah? <laughs> and you haven't ordered my food with, either. Chip in yeah? when you need so to, So please much. chip in. Here's the big news. Sorry, Brooks, if you got one last no, point. No, yeah, I was thinking about what you were saying too, Bozo, but it's not going to change the turnover of players going from club to club. If you open up the salary cap and everyone's got unlimited funds to do it, then Penrith might go, yeah, I want to pay Jerome Luai 1.2 million, but there's going to be some team 
that's going to want to pay 1.5 because but I'm it's quite just going to blow I mean, wages out. And probably Lewis, 100, no, no, all right, but it's not a, as I was saying, sport is not a regular it's, business. Every year things are going up in yeah. rugby league, right? Every year they are. If you've got a winning team, right, your sponsorships you can charge more for. You can charge more for your season tickets. Yep. You, everything goes up. So so should the wages go up. The reason you can do that is because of the players. So Jerome Luai, I'm sure, mate, I don't know if somebody, if he's listening or something, he probably won't be, but maybe some I'm sure, I don't know him, but I'm sure he would stay at Penrith, but for a little bit less, but not too much less. So, you know, if you said, like, you know, he might get 1.2 at the Panthers. Yeah. Okay, then the Bulldogs or the Tigers might offer him 1.6. Mm. Well, that's a bit of a difference. That's 400 grand a year, yeah. Professor, right? Yeah. Okay. But if you allow the Panthers to go, all right, let them, you know, if he offers him 1.4, I'm sure Jerome Lewis and his agent would go, you know what, it's 200,000 less for the sake of me basically yeah. going for a fourth yeah. title. Don't yeah. so but I, I reckon petrol. the disparity yeah. is that much at the moment. Yeah. And Penrith are going, look, listen, if we do that, what about this one? What about that one? That's what's causing the issue. But it shouldn't yeah. be that. They're being successful. They should be rewarded. I'm hearing you, Bozo. And people at home are hearing you. The text line is lighting up, 0457 736 736. Professor, can we do a straw poll? Buzzer, Bozo. <laughs> Bozza must take Abdo's job. How no. the hell are the NRL not utilising the B-man? No. must. No, no, he's, he's far more qualified and so is Peter sure? Bolandis. 100%. Uh, no, no. But what I, can, what I can do is push for this is for the sportsmen and women of Australia to say this is wrong. It is wrong. You can have maybe a, a, a sort of a, a deviation of the financial fair play if you want to. You know, that's financial fair play. I'm talking about clubs in Europe, 66%. But I'm telling you, Ultimately, it just ring fences the top clubs already. How do you have somebody come in and say, I want to make this club the best if they can only spend so much? It's not going to happen. It just ring fences the clubs that are already oh, got we don't want to big ring But no. that's why the NRL gives them all the salary cap money, right? So you basically are even yeah. on player salaries. Yeah. Well, it's the same in the but TV the rest, rights it's for the Premier League. For the right. rest yes, of the, the TV rights for the Premier League, right? Industry. Every club gets the same. Yep. You get a certain amount where you finish in the league. Yep. And you also get more in the second half of the season when they, when they start choosing live games, which they're entitled to because second half of the season, people want to see Manchester City playing Liverpool. Like, no disrespect. Everyone's played their thing of games. Then after that... So you talk about disparity, La Liga, for a long, long time, it's changed now, but for, a long, for forever, Real Madrid and Barcelona used to get about <laughs> six or seven times what yeah, the rest right, of the teams yeah, used yeah, to get. Right. You know what I mean? So you give them all that, but then after that, it's up to them. Like, what, what else? Yeah. Like, what, and what so else are you agreeing with Bozza or are you arguing? No, no he's, just, he's just I'm, showing I'm, a more holistic point of view. I'm sort of what he's saying. I, I think they need to incentivise success in the NRL. Like, not a hundred grand for a minor premiership. And... I don't know what it is in terms of finals, but they get the gate takings for the finals, exactly. the NRL, because they put the how's money that? into the salary. So there might need to be a few more tweaks yeah, but how's that? to go, you know what, if you make the top four, you're going to Vegas and you're going to be able to promote your brand over yeah, there. That's a good show. You know, you might be able to host a few Magic Round how's games that? if you finish in the top eight. They used to be the, same. Stuff like used to be the same with the A-League, right? So the Football Federation of Australia, or FA, they used to take all the money from the final series. How's that? I used to turn around and say, so basically, you're renting the players for free for four weeks. Yeah. When the crowds are going to be good, are, right? Are you going to yeah. compensate them? Are you going to compensate them for the wages? And that starts to make you think about AFL and rugby league. Why they? Why the accent was always on grand finals? Now we're a grand final country. Okay, we've all got used yeah. to it. But I reckon originally when it was first decided, rather than being first past the post, the grand final was with the side of champions. Mm. The main reason was because of that. 
Do yeah. the AFL yeah. take all the takers? Yeah. The gate not takers? Apparently, sure. yeah. Apparently do they? they do. She's on yeah, apparently they do. But they should say to the clubs like in the A-League, are you using nuts? So you're basically saying, all right, you can rent our players. Yeah. Like the old Football Federation Australia uh, used to come in and basically, you know, where normally the club officials would sit there. And they'd, take, they'd sit there themselves and they'd take all the takings from the final series. How does that work? <laughs> no problem. All right, you take because a they'll portion. put it back in next so season, I'll give you right? Exact, I'll give you an example. So... English FA, when they have the FA Cup, the oldest club competition in the world, uh, knockout competition market, the English FA Cup, when they have games, 40% of the crowd goes to Professor's team, 40% goes to Marky's team, the other 20% goes to the English Football Association. Yeah, yeah that's probably how it should work. Well, but... But they've all just sat down for the last 18 months. Do you think they and thought nutted of this out though, the Brooksy? CBA? Yeah, 100%. Like, the, But you can't change things radically, right, in one... Negotiation. You've got to probably chip away at it over a decade that's or a, two that's decades. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Because, because you're very sensible. The I'm competition's not. been <laughs> going on since 1908, and we've evolved. Yeah. And we've brought teams in from other countries and other states, and yeah. you've got to try and go. You know what? This didn't really work out for us. This negotiation. We want a bit of this, but we'll give you some of that I back. I understand because you so, haven't got like, say, for example, you haven't got like a European competition, right? So where you got to, you know what I mean? So this is the competition. Yes. Yeah, you don't right, really, and we my, saw the internationals yeah, aren't but working. My, at heart, I'm still a player. I.e., at heart, I'm still a worker. Yes. So, no problem. I understand that there are bosses and this, that, and the other, and people have got budgets. But one of, the, one of the reasons, not all the reasons that I chose sport, is that because it's different. As much as it's a business, it's different. In our sport, it was the one day a week where, say, when it became organised in England, Marky, where say if it was a mining town where the boss big boss of the town like i said would go you know to the workers who were all the fans your best 11 who were the players plus whatever's on the bench plus the managers this is your day this is towards you i don't need this is towards you don't forget that without those components the fans the players the coaches the game doesn't happen and also the big owners will say without us true true it doesn't happen to the extent that it may happen with you that's no doubt and we adore the fact that you're in there, but don't you want to be in it to win it? Don't you? Aren't you in it to win it? Or you're just in there to go, all right, you know, next year you can win or the following year you can win. Come on, man. Where's your competitive drive? Uh, and so Madge McGuire, he... Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. No, no, let's talk about Madge. Let's talk about... Have no, we got time for this, Brooksy? Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, do let's do talk it. about right. Michael Maguire. Let uh, me read this to you. Completely, yeah, completely understandable, in my opinion. The New Zealand Rugby League... NZRL have confirmed that Michael Maguire will be stepping down from his role as head coach of the New Zealand Kiwis, effective immediately. The move comes amid speculation Maguire is in the running to fill the vacant Blues Origin head coaching position for 2024 during his six years in the Kiwis role. Maguire won 12 of his 18 test matches. Geez, that's good. Yeah. Including a record 30-0 victory over the Aussies uh, early this month in the yeah. Pacific Championships final. Yeah. Uh, you, so are we thinking it's a done deal with the Blues? Well, it must be, surely. There's, there's, Brooksy, no, way, there's no way he would put that job at risk, I wouldn't have thought, especially after his success. If there was no Blues job, there's no problem, is there? Like, exactly. Why there's would no, you step down? Yeah, there's uh, no other job there that he's found somewhere? There's no... Well, there no. could be. Well, he's no. obviously... Is he still an assistant with the Raiders? Oh, yeah, but that, Raiders, that's surely, so that's that's surely got to go yeah. as well. If he wants yeah, to be not, Blues coach. You're not... That's coming back to what I said to you about before about paying, you know... Uh, and that will be a lot of it. Because if I'm Matt McGuire or his agent, I'll be saying to, say, the, the New South Wales rugby, I'll go, uh, rugby you know, league, okay, he needs to be compensated for this. He'll give these jobs up, but you've got to pay him the right way. 
And it'll be very similar to Luai's situation. I don't think they want the full amount, but they want something close for him to give that all up. That's understandable. Yeah. I think a lot of people overlook that because he's doing that assistance job, New Zealand job. He's earning, you Jesus know, done a good job so just to go him. to then to one job, that's where you've got to pay him what you're worth. So I'm sure Michael Maguire being the man that he is, that I, I assume him to be, he'll be like, listen, we're going to be up front with my current employers, Mark, and say, I've got this offer here. And they're like, well, okay, well, fine, but you're not doing our job or whatever. I don't know. See, the Raiders thing, I, I really don't know. That, that can, you know, that can have a conflict of interest type of thing where people will think, oh, is he a bit biased? Or I don't think that's the case. But the general look will be, okay, you know, either you're with the Blues all the way and that's it. But also, and it's hard for the man, Michael Maguire and his agent to say this, he's going to look at it from a financial perspective. So if he's not missing out too much... If you're missing out 100, 200,000, I would have thought that's okay unless you're completely desperate, which is understandable as well. But if it's, for example, he has to give out that job and he's and he's going to like he's missing out now on 500,000, then that's understandable yeah, that he's like taking into consideration. Yeah. Um, See so how much? I, I don't know how much you think you get paid as New South Wales manager. Uh, I'm not sure. Laurie Daly, if you're listening, um, or <laughs> just text us. Maybe, maybe, text maybe us. it's in their contract. I've had that in my contract before. The terms must remain. More than likely confidential as well. So we're yeah. probably guessing. Well, uh, you don't need to... Do you really need to disclose it? There's only two teams. It's not like it's a competitive no. market and you're representing the state that you come from. So no, it's don't. like, I'm going to do it for two years. Doesn't yeah. need to be out there that he's getting paid right. 10 million or the, 10 grand. The, let's be honest, really, outside the grand final, this is rugby league's, like, yeah. ultimate... This is rugby league's, you have to say, ultimate I ultimate would, thing. I, I would and, say it is the ultimate. Yeah, that's but what I'm saying don't you think that... And the players he's coaching are so good that is, like, should he be... What I'm trying to say is, should he be getting paid as much as an NRL coach should be? Because surely these players are far well, more set and forget. I don't, I don't think they could justify it, the, uh, the New South Wales Rugby Federation paying him like an NRL coach. I don't know what you think. I want to hear you, Mark. You get involved. Um, <laughs> I don't think they could justify paying him because the NRL coach is going all year round, mate. That's, yeah. All year round. Yeah, this is like, you know, he has to go and watch a lot of games. He's obviously very, very intensive for that period. But I'm sure the, from the NR, uh, the New South Wales Rugby League Federation, from their perspective, he's like, listen, mate, the bottom line is you're watching games. Yeah, the six weeks are very intensive, but you're not all year round just like a, a manager of a, of a club side. No. Is. I mean, they're there 24-7. They'll be there now starting their pre-seasons, you know, going over things. That's completely different because really you're just picking players on form. That's all. International coaching is different, hence why not as well paid. Well, in, in our sport anyway. From the origin and international calendars don't really clash no in with regards to this situation but and, and it wouldn't make him biased to pick because he can't pick new no. south wales players for so you're saying new he could zealand have done anyway it. He, i think he could have done it but that word the optics from the new zealand side that's like oh you're going to go halfway through a year and well, let's and hear focus from in on new, zealand, new south wales i want to hear what new zealand exactly. has got to say about yeah, that yeah double eight double three what do you think should madge have stayed with the kiwis and i also want to hear who do you think should take his job now who do you want next in the seat yeah who would be the kiwis stacy jones yeah. nathan kalis have been names well on wednesday touted. somebody was tossing up andrew webster do the do double, the double. Mm -hmm. do the warriors into the kiwis if anybody could do it and that would be a good thing, wouldn't it, that um, Andrew Webster might want to bring players, from, uh, Kiwi players from Australia, let's say, e.g. Joey Manu, over to the Warriors and go, hey. But what about Andrew Webster's job with the Sydney Morning Herald? How does he manage that as well? That's a tough one. Oh, yeah. it's a different Andrew Webster. No, sorry, yeah. sorry, guys. Sorry. That's a, no, no. 
Not you were going so well. Make that I was. Sorry, was, uh, mate. I made that 24 pounds. Just a little joke, everyone. <laughs> it was very, very good. Hey, the text lines are lighting up. Yeah, well, um, I want to hear it. Come yeah. on. Let me read a couple to you here. Bolzar, yes. do you think the NRL should have an FA Cup-style comp? Of course they should. They should, be playing, they should play longer as well. I told you, you think the season's too long. But what are they? No. How, how about, you're the longest off-season in... Uh, uh, no doubt. It's the hardest game in the world. I will repeat that because of the knocks and all that. But they can spread it out much more. And you can have bigger squads. Of course they should. Anyone who's old enough to remember the Amco Cup when I was growing up, it was brilliant. That's where you blood your youngsters. Yeah. That's where you have the squads, mate. Oh, okay, yeah. But you've got to have a home and away season. It's really... But, but they'll turn like, into cricket then where you're playing a T25 no, days after a World Cup. will be finished by now. But you, you can't... Like, they finish when? September. There's like October, November, December, January. Five months off season. It's part-time. So would you say like a NRL FA, FA Cup style would 100%. be like, oh, you can play a minimum of four NRL players and a maximum of 10? No. Nah, nah. So you can blood the whatever young you guys want, nah. but put some whatever stars want, in there nah. as well? Whatever you want. No restrictions. Well, this is Matt. Matt has said, uh, you know, someone like a Forestville Ferrets, you know, playing Newtown in the early rounds and then yeah. they work their way in. Why not? And the Ferrets. That's what we, so that's what we do. So the FA Cup's already started in England. You know that. Yeah. So where the big teams, the big teams come in, in the third round in January, first week in January. But teams are playing now for their dream. Yeah, but you've got the to dream. lengthen the season, man. Like, honestly, you know, you can have a winter break, winter, you can have a winter break for the state of origin. So you, you, you play up the state of origin, you have three or four weeks off for the state of origin, everyone stops with focus. During that time, you can have your transfer window, so there's all speculation about this one, that one, whatever. Mm. But everyone's mainly focused on on those three weeks for the state of origin. There's no conflict of club, people getting injured. You know, how many... I mean, look at the Rabbitohs. You can't tell me that Rabbitohs, they were flying before the origin. All of a sudden, they had players taken here, taken there. They, their season collapsed. And then people say, oh, this and that. Yeah. Because I, I'm telling you now that, that the origin, it, it should not impinge on what is your competition. But they're worried about the AFL pouncing. Oh, we're what? Just playing Don't one worry game about the crap. AFL. Oh, okay. Just worry about yourselves. Okay. No, Let you the AFL do no, what they I, I do. That's yeah? a silly thing to say. No, but don't worry about them. You only got one team in Melbourne anyway. Who cares? New South Wales and Queensland are where your main teams are. Okay? And you know what? If, to, to look and worry about the AFL shows me insecurity. Let them go. They do great what they do, whatever. Just worry about yourselves. That is Mark Bosnich for the NRL. That's good. That's oh. the truth. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm taking a bit of that myself. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, you are on the run home this afternoon with the Prof and Boz at the Sporting Globe. We're on for the next ooh, hour I like and a half. That, the prof. Make sure you're listening. We'll <laughs> we're around all afternoon. Yes, welcome back to the run home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks to MFP Easy, voted Queensland's best fiberglass pool builder, and Sonos game-changing sound this festive season. Uh, if you're in New Zealand and want to have your say. Just remind you, you can double text us. Sorry, you can text us on double eight, double three, or slide into our DMs on Instagram at Joel Fletch F-E-S-E-N. Also, coming up in the final hour. Sorry, I've just had a very spicy piece of chicken and it's mm. affecting Happened me. to you on Wednesday. Right, uh, coming thanks, up in Mark. the final hour, the quiz, thanks to Wilson. That's Wilson Sporting Goods pack, including a castaway volleyball, a set of Wilson golf clubs, and more. For over a century, Wilson has led the way in innovative 
sporting goods empowering every human to live like an athlete. So we're going to be super doing a shout out for you to join the quiz. That's on one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. All right, get some calls in. I want to hear about sport more. More. You got more, a question for Bosman? Anything. On sport. Come on, anything. any sport. Let's go. Doesn't matter. Let's go. Can Let's be talk. EPL. Yeah. Can be. Okay, we're uh, going to text in dating here. Dating tips. Uh, this is from Andrew. Bozza, you are off your tree. The success of the NRL over the last 10 years is because of the salary cap. The game has never been stronger. Each game is competitive, unlike the boring EPL from Andrew. Well, let me open up the curtains for you, Andrew. Go for it. The EPL is the most watched sporting competition in the whole world. So just to let you know that. Number two, every game competitive. What about when teams can't make the top eight towards the end of the season? Doesn't Blowout. That, doesn't, that, doesn't that leave that open as well to, to other things as well? And in terms of the salary cap, you may have a slight point. But I will say it's not because of that. It's because of the players, and they want to excel. So, um, yeah, boring EPL. I'm not sure because you've got three things to play for, really. Place in Europe, the title, and to stay in the competition as well. And like I said, if you want to, yeah, you know, like I said, most watched sporting competition in the world. So, um, yeah, there you go, buddy. So, Bozo won Andrew nil. No, no. Bozo started off 1-0, but then he just got B4-1. Let's go to the news. And... There, we're back in three, two. Oh, we're, we're back, back in now, Bozza. Oh, Thank you, Amy. <laughs> You're on the run home with uh, the prof and Bozza. Normally, Joel and Fletch. Thanks to Hyundai. <laughs> Kona and line imagined to be bold. Yes, another reminder. We are on YouTube. Search Joel and Fletch and subscribe. Uh, now, during the break, Bozza has asked Mark or the tourist for a nice early touch here. Um, Especially when it comes to football. You, yeah. you take it to a different level, buddy. You do take it to a different level. So, huge news. So, we're all going, and we're all going to the derby tomorrow. Sydney yes. FC versus Western Sydney Wanderers. Let's say yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah! yeah. Who do you think is going to win? Tourists? Let's go to you. Oh, Western Sydney at the moment. They're so let's, so, let's, so, Western Sydney, it's only been four games in, right? Yeah. And Western Sydney are on top of the table with eight points. Sydney FC lost their first three. Sacked their manager, Steve Corica. I think it was it was inevitable, and now I've appointed Ufak Tale, who's a ferocious, a very good manager, but ferocious in terms of what he instills in his team. And they won their first game against Adelaide away, five-one, about four-nil up at half-time. And we've got the derby coming tomorrow. So come on, Marky, give it to us. Give well, us the reason why the Wanderers will win. You know what? Now that I've thought about it for longer than thirty seconds, I'm yeah. actually changing my. Because reminded me of the 5-1 win by Adelaide. And they finally started playing Sydney. This youngster, Jaden Kucharski, Jaden yeah. Kucharski, came on, started for Sydney for the first time in their 5-1 victory, scored two goals, made Joe Lolly, who looked like a bit of a slow, aging English winger, made him look good. Oh, wow. As, yeah. as well, he scored two goals. And uh, the the uptake of Uffi, Uffi Talak, Yep. Um, I, th I think, Sydney, Talley, I think yep. Sydney win it. There you go. 21-year-old Jaden yeah, Kuchalski. Yeah, there you go. Why do you stay quiet, Torres? That was a very good hit-up. That was huge. Mm. And was an offload. Yeah. yeah, come through the Sydney system. It was with Sydney FC youth, Sydney FC under-21s, and now the main side. The guys on the global game. Yeah. And, uh, and any, any football supporters listening right now, please ring in. Tell us about that. Tell us about who should start. Tell us about what type of system you think each team should play tell us about something yeah about that's really going to tickle you for this game one three hundred zero one eleven seventy so Bozza, yes you're I did going, a bit of, yes i am i oh, will be there wait. with bells on i don't know what uh color i'll be wearing 
That's all right. What do you mean? I should be blue. I should be sky blue. But <laughs> you flip between those. But, but we worked. No, we worked both. on it for a bit, and I sort of wanted to be impartial. And I'm waiting for the Wolves to get oh, promoted to the A. Oh, you know, Illawarra Steelers, Illawarra Hawks, Wollongong. You know how many people I've spoken to the last two weeks, oh. especially after the announcement of the second division, said that I can't wait for it to start. I've been waiting yeah. for my well, local I'm team Northern to come Spirit. in. Well, that's there. You go. Northern Spirit. Are they in? Uh, very no, uh, no, no that but could be. no, but North Sydney Oval. But philosophically, we yes. can say that they're oh. in. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. still going to be some more teams coming. So, so when we were working together on Match Day Saturday yeah, on for a bit, uh, Ufi was looking after Phoenix, correct? And he sort of brought in a successful era there. So what was the, what was the hallmarks of what his teams, uh, his he'll bring well, from the Phoenix I'm, to the I'm Sydney FC now, team? These teams are always super determined, yeah, super organised. And super passionate. I can't remember it. It's very, very rare. I mean, you, you could say a little bit like your Michael Maguire type, type of training. You know, I mean, nothing, or even Craig Bellamy. Nothing overly flash, yeah? Quite simple, but sometimes the beauty is in the simplicity. But they're always very ferocious. They're very, well, you, you know, you're going to get a game with a team managed by him. And on the other side, you've got Mark Rudin, who we know very well, Rudin. who worked with us too. Um, who will be? He's looking to bring the glory days back to Western Sydney Wanderers. He'll know that because he knows Ulfie very well. So he'll want his team to counter that. Remember, and we, they used to say this to, as young kids at Manchester United. In that first 20 minutes, and this goes, I reckon, for rugby league as well, be the same. In that first 20 minutes, when you're playing a team that you think that you're a better team than Marky, you know, you've got to match their will. But they used to say, like, you know, you know, at least match the will of the opposition win that first 20 minutes and show them that you're not going to be out-battled because if you allow them to out-battle you, then they think they can walk all over and your football will take over. Can you tell us the, the Uffi Talley story? What's his story? Where's he come from? Where did he play his, where did he play his trade? Well, Uffi Talley was a really good player in his in his own right. He's of, Whereabouts? He's of Tur- in midfield. He's a midfield player. Okay, what country? Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's of Turkish, Turkish uh, right. background. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, had a, had a really good career. I first came across him when he was still playing, I think it was for the old North Queensland team. Was it North Queensland? The Fury. The Fury, remember? Uh, yeah, and Robbie Fowler had come and was playing and, and right. there was a man. So that's, that's where I really sort of first come across him. Um, like I said, you know, he started off at Marconi Stallions. He played for one of uh, Turkey's greatest teams in Galatasaray for a while. Um, then went on loan here, there, done, done all, and then came back here as well. I remember Dwight York telling me about into Sydney FC in the August season of the A League when Sydney FC won, so he knows about Sydney. Uh, and then uh, basically has had that time as a manager, not only of the elder teams, but of teams like Sydney United. He, he was a manager of the young Australian team. Um, he was an assistant to Stephen Corica for some time. Yes, and then he yeah. went on his own to Wellington Phoenix. And, uh, and now he's at Sydney, understandably so, like I said, because I think it had got to the stage. I, I really do think if the financials hadn't been uh, perhaps an issue, I think maybe Stephen Corica would have went last season. So understandable this season. I mean, you just feel it amongst the fans. That are, you know, but he's done a, overall a great job as a player and a manager over 19 years, but it was time for him to go. Now, the big news in domestic football this week is this national second tier that's been announced. We yes. have chatted about it on the show, but let me read this to you. So, Sydney United is one of eight clubs that were announced by FA. And Marconi. That's right. At a media conference on Monday, joining Arpia, Leichhardt, Avondale, Marconi Stallions, Preston Lions, South Melbourne, Sydney Olympic, and Wollongong Wolves. So, Boom. for all of us that grew up watching uh, football, 
back in the day before the A-League was a thing, these were all the teams that we used to see on. It was yeah. SBS on a Sunday, right? Correct. Yeah. I, 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 I think so. I mean, I, I left, think it was I left in 1988. Yeah. But they were, they were part of, you know, what was then the National Soccer League. Yeah, so, the NSL, I remember um, You know, th these clubs, this is what I keep trying to say to everyone, and I can understand there are certain fears, but I just want to ally those fears, okay? These clubs were very, very important to these people who come to this country after the Second World War specifically to help them assimilate into Australian society. And let's not forget as well, during that time, you know, this is a long, we're talking 30, 40 years ago, society wasn't as open in terms of saying, oh, I'm going to embrace, you know, the immigrants as they are today. Back then it was a little bit more, oh, I don't really know about that. So, so it was very important. And I can understand because there were times when people looked at us and sort of thought, what the hell has this got to do with us? Understandable. But times have changed. People have changed overwhelming majority of people that go to these games are proud of their roots but they're not enslaved to them i.e. that they they were born here and they all those clubs you mentioned they all look to every nationality regardless of where you're from first and foremost to australia first and they just want to provide a pathway for the most popular sport in australia to be able to go through and the ultimate thing with this would be promotion relegation but i want to hear what you guys think of it you, you've heard what i thought about at the start of the show mark you start what do you guys think of it as somebody who has grown up with relegation and promotion the fact that we're finally getting there in australia i think is huge Ooh. i think it is such an underrated part of football that i'm just so used to being from the uk it, it's just i've always had relegation and promotion yeah. and it makes football so good I've said it before, my team has been relegated and promoted in my lifetime three or four times either way. Yeah. And it doesn't make the enjoyment any well, less. Well, what you're doing is you're removing the dead rubbers, basically. Absolutely. Yeah, Every coming back to what I said to Andrew about yeah. it, yeah, 100%. So all of a sudden at the end of the season when you're watching, say, last year, I don't know, Titans... Tigers or whoever Tigers, it was. Yeah, you can't, like, you only, you you know what I said. Yeah, yeah. There's no wooden spoon. Remember, they used to start right. playing for the wooden spoon, but whatever. Big difference now. Now you're saying, what? Well, I've got to survive. If they lose... They could be in a playoff or they could go, yeah? What you about you? What you about don't you even books? get the wooden spoon anymore. But yeah. like, I think we won't see it in our lifetime, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with it and if it grows and develops and then the NRL and AFL might what do you start. What in our lifetime? What I, I, I oh, think, no, he's talking no, about I, more the AFL. Well, maybe. Uh, I'm only 40. What yeah, are you putting no, no, but no, but there's yeah, things but that you'd think would change by now. Yeah that we've seen in 20 years that just wouldn't, right? So that's why I'm, I'm saying that it could and it would be great, to, but it's going to take a few years to roll oh, out, well, right? Will, so yeah, will, will. it's going to be yeah, 2032 yeah, by the time we may have promotion yeah. relegation. Yeah, maybe. But at least they've got something to aim for. That's but, what I was yeah. saying to them but years ago. Just it, give them something to aim for. If AFL yeah. and NRL get that, get to that stage, I'm not saying they need it right now, no. but if they can get to that stage, it'll be epic. Like, there'll huge. be so many amazing Absolutely games. Huge. No, 100%. Because, you know, I'm thinking to myself as well, you know, say, say for example, right now, say Newcastle in the A-League, right? They're owned by four other A-League clubs. They're, they're struggling, right? They're struggling, right? Mm. So, wouldn't it be okay, like, to say, like, okay, they're struggling, Mark. You know what I mean? Like, all right. They, they can't spend that much. So if they get relegated, they can regroup for a couple of years. And, you know, if they don't, they get relegated again. Bad luck. You know what I mean? But there's other teams there. You know, like South Melbourne, you know, who got named Oceana club of the last century you know they, they bid to come in you know they, they get crowds they get crowds anything between seven and a half to twenty thousand people right south melbourne would right mm. they bid to come into the a-league imagine how they feel when they watch western united getting like yeah like the amount of people you can count on the tv pretty much yeah some you know sometimes you know it, it, like you know what i mean so these are clubs that, that have got a lot of base support and another thing as well a lot of these clubs brooks in this is goes for all sports 
they own their own grounds. That's enough. That could be a subject in itself that we talk about. Uh, what teams, sporting teams in Australia, own their own grounds? Because that's huge. Possibly we're going to take a break. Do we? Um, yeah, lots more right. uh, football to talk about, including the 13th A-League franchise given to Auckland. Yes! Stick around for that. You're on the run home with John Fletch. It's the Prof and the Bowls this afternoon. Yes, you're on the run home with Joel and Fletch, thanks to Hyundai, the Hyundai Kona N line. Imagine to be bold. Excuse me, madam. Can I have some salt, please? Oh, yeah, sorry. Thank you. Uh, sorry. Sorry, we've just had our food arrive down here at the Sporting Globe. Goodness sorry. me, I've we're back the on air again. Yeah, we, we are. What have you got? Uh, Portuguese wrap. Anyway, back to sport. Let's back go. to sports. Um, if you do want to get involved in the show, give us a call 1300 01 1170. We've had a lot of people calling in to, well, test the temperature with bowls is what's happening. That's okay. What do no you think problem. about this? What do you think about that? No, why not? Let's, let's do it. We've actually had a guy, everyone, just to let you know. So, for those who don't know, we're at the Sporting Globe because the offices of SCN are being refurbished. So, the Sporting Globe here at King Street Wharf in the city centre of Sydney. And there's a chap that's actually came over to us and asked, could he call from here, from just past the pool table? So we should hear what he's going to talk about. He could just he come over and he, grab one of the He lights. goes, I heard you talking about football. Can I talk about football? So you can talk about whatever you want. So come on, guys, call, text in. Text we, want to get, uh, we want to get engagement. We want to know what you're feeling. What you're feeling is important, okay? We need to know. Not only do we need to know, the sports need to know. Now, we are getting lots of text messages. Andy's written in national second division yeah not very national all clubs victoria or new south wales boss. well at the moment they are because they've actually satisfied the requirements that have been strictly put in place by football australia so they're calling it national second division it's more as a as a future type of thing than it is than it is right now because as you make the point they're just new south wales and victoria but there are extra spaces and as teams basically tick those boxes in terms of what they need to come in because they don't want it to fall over all right it can very they're taking a real gamble here gamble gamble here which no problem who dares wins so you know what i mean let them go don't get picky about things like that let's see how it goes let it go and you know what if it falls it falls who cares eh? who um, cares and we're going to take a break here boss we'll come back with that text message in a sec you're right, on the run man. home with joel and fletch we'll be back you're on the run home with Joel and Flesh. Thanks to run, 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 run. The Hyundai Kona N-Line, Imagine to be Bold. Uh, the wonderful singing voice you can hear is uh, former Manchester United Oh, OK. Goal. Sorry, sorry. I didn't know we're back on our apologise, buddy. Um, and we're having a wonderful afternoon. If you've got a question for Boz, give us a call. Yeah, but we're not reading them out. You've got to read out more text. We don't have to answer them all. I want people to, to have due attention paid to their texts and calls. I appreciate the feedback, Boz, I'm doing my darndest. All right, yeah. here we go. You know what's going to happen? What? He'll be doing it with Julian King after six o'clock if that doesn't oh, happen. Are you going to hang around? Oh, I, 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 you let me do it last time, Kingy. Fair enough. Fair play. Good. Sports Central. In all fairness, I threatened him, but he did still you let threatened me do him. it. Yeah. What did you? What did you say? Who did you threaten? Julian no, I said, King. I said there's people that have called during our show that have waited and deserve to be heard. He said okay, and as he was sort of taking his time, so I said it's quite simple. If you don't let me listen to them calls, you will not be doing your show. I'll be doing it. <laughs> well, sir. Well, but I'll just tell the truth. Absolutely, and for more of those truth bombs, make sure you stick around for the next hour. Bozza, we're just warming up. Here's the news.